0: Can I be honest with you? I don't have my glasses. Oh. Yeah, you don't have your glasses. <laughs> it's like, just so, read it to me. Yeah, just tell me you what's know, like, there.
1: A M S A R? What is it called? What, is that the, what it's called? The sound. People, the sound. The sound when people sound. whisper in your ear? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to make one for you that's just okay. the items on this yeah, menu. All you have to do right. is read, read it. Yeah, yeah. It. Soft just read. It. Beef tallow waffle fries, <laughs> fennel garlic pork pulled Yum. and topped with pickled red onions, and sunflower chimichurri. Let me take my pants
0: off. Oh my God, we just got there. Like I said, this man loves food. Welcome to the Grubthusiast Grubcast, where we're on a mission to find the best places to eat, drink, and have a good time. And occasionally, we get to sit down with some of the amazing food artists that make that possible. Thank you for listening as usual. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. It really helps out the show. Our guest today is Mr. Aaron Krebs. He is a comedy actor, restaurateur, and sommelier, as well as a co-owner of the Inkwell Tavern in Burbank and the Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica, California.
1: I feel like it's either we're already just talking.
0: That, that's kind of how it, the best way to start. So, so uh, look, man, thank you so much for having us down. Of course, um, thanks
1: for coming down.
0: It is uh, it, well. First of all, I, what I saw online was. A place i i mean i turned to her and i said this is my kind of place and she saw it immediately and i was like yeah that's your place mm-hmm. because uh the so to kind of back up the truck uh i being, being that i'm you know born in 70 i had this uh affinity for like you said sinatra uh in our previous conversation you were saying about sinatra uh, Dean Martin and people like that. Um, I am, an, I, I don't know if it's I'm an old soul, but I definitely have, my aesthetic is an older aesthetic. Um, I like things. I like, I like things from times where I would have not been popular. Right. You know, my, <laughs> my, my skin tone would have, would have definitely kept oh, you me. you mean
1: from, it in a racism sort of way? Like I, I just
0: mean it in a general way, like. Uh, I
1: thought you just meant like, nobody's going to like me.
0: No, no, no. I, I meant in the, in the sense that uh, I loved the, probably started in the, th- in the 40s. I like the aesthetic starting in the '40s, yeah, uh, going up until '69, you '70. Know, Same, yeah. yeah. And um, I love the cars, I love the women, I love the clothes, I love the music. I like, uh, but you know, it was a very turbulent time in our country, and meaning that lots of wars, uh, racism. Yeah. Uh, uh, pl- I mean, it's, it's kind of like what it is now. Uh, <laughs> they're going to look upon this time that we're doing right now in, in a very hyperbole way with uh, Trump, you yeah, know, yeah. and all that's going on with him um am i getting there yeah i just want to get i, just want, to, yeah, I just want to get a clean signal as best i can so um so anyways when i saw this place with this this uh ostrich uh leather on the seats the uh i don't know what they call this type of is it wayne's coat or what, what do they call no, this type this? of the wood paneling i, I just call it
1: flat brown wood okay okay
0: like. <laughs> yeah uh, i the, don't know the the style though that has that little bolster around the edge there that's a very classic style um yeah. The lighting. I'm a big lighting guy. As, as we were talking about with Houston's earlier,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the, what, what got me going. Mean
1: the best restaurant on the planet.
0: It, it could be. As a matter of fact, have you been to uh, the one in Pasadena? I
1: have, yeah. Okay. On, was that on Arroyo right there? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that place right there to me, uh, that one is to me what's left of Houston's because I used to, I just went by the one yesterday that was on Rosecrans. Yeah. And I passed by and it's empty now. It's Dawn. completely empty, which is crazy to me. And uh, I, I had so many fond memories. In that place and it kind of was like what you were saying before we were talking about this about Houston before it really did kind of establish my I can I can coffee here um, okay. the it really did establish my belief in what a restaurant should be mm-hmm. back then and it was so crazy that it, how it happened that day. My mom, was, uh, she was ill and, or didn't know it yet. And we were driving down Rosecrans from my brother's house, I believe. We're going down west on Rosecrans. And we, we were, I was starving. And I know I had a bad toothache. I had a bad tooth at the time. Mm. But I was starving. And my mother's in the car. My, my then uh, girlfriend's in the car. And we're, we're like looking for some place. And we're going, you know, there's nothing here. It's a, and it's a business parks and things at the time. The only thing there was was this place that looked like a Denny's from the road it was kind of below the road the the parking structure was down below the road and so all you saw was the top of the building right and it said Houston's and I'm like oh it's like a Denny's or a uh, Arby's I don't know what it was That bright red neon sign exactly calling it's your name on that brown wall yeah so I was like okay so we pull in and I think there was a Johnny Rockets mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. it was right next door yeah. I wasn't I'm not that guy I look like I eat burgers all day long but but the uh, in fact I love quality food so when I was there we walk in and you go through those doorways, and in Houston's is known for uh, exactly what you have here. The aesthetic you have here mm-hmm. is that warm leather. It's the leather. It's the wood. It's the uh, the, the soft lighting. lighting. Mm-hmm. It, it's very welcoming to me, and I don't know why it's welcoming.
2: It's a masculine feel, so it you know. Well, it, but, yeah. it, but it's a nice. It's like a
0: romantic feel yes, too. At the
2: yeah, same
1: time. It's and, warm. It's friendly.
2: It is, and I
0: think that is what's missing today. I think I think that's what's missing in the world today. I think look. I think when. When I was young, uh, I used to go to places like this with my uncle. My uncle, I think, was the first scrub enthusiast. Uh, he was, a, kind, of, he was a, kind of a ne'er-do-well, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a rich kid. His, his dad was rich, and uh, he you know, pretty much lived the playboy life his whole life.
1: What is that like?
0: Well, from what I understand, well, so, so, this guy was very complicated. Uh, he was a chef. Okay. He was a bodyguard for uh, some you know, famous people in Hollywood. He went to university high school. Um, which was in West Los Angeles, uh, just off of uh, Olympic mm-hmm. or Santa Monica Boulevard, and they used to run from their house, which is about a mile. They used to live on uh, Barrington in Missouri, down off of uh, uh, Barrington uh, near Stoner Park in West Los Angeles, and they used to run, which was probably a mile or more, to get to school. But it was all orange groves at the time. Right. So, um, but my my grandfather was a nurseryman, and he built up a very successful business. He died millionaire when he died in eighty two. But uh, the whole time that during the, I guess, uh, 50s, 60s into the 70s, he was flipping the bill for everything. You know, he was, the, my, he was, my, 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 my grandfather was Mexican from, from Zacatecas, Mexico. Right. Came here with nothing. Zero.
1: He got a loan. He got a loan from. Uh, oh, you have your, listened. Your grandmother's tribe. Oh, you are sick. 30,000 about he yeah. tells you you're not dude, sure dude you have a great dad i got to it goes, in, it in, there goes and stays in, stays in there stays in <laughs> there
0: but yeah so they they did this and uh, he became really wealthy and then uh, they had this house in Brentwood mm-hmm. and they you know knew a lot of very famous people from the area so my uncle though was a, was a chef a, a bodyguard uh, he probably was a little bit of a drug dealer at some point okay. uh, he probably uh, he was uh, i mean he when i knew him in the 80s he literally was packed to the gills with guns. Oh wow. I mean he he had this crazy uh van. What do they call those vans that's not a it's not like a like a McConnell line, not those straight vans, but it has a box, a box van. Box van, right. yeah.
1: Like he had the a, car- like the conversion van. Uh,
0: well he ha- it was it was a an industrial truck, like a, oh, like, a, a yeah. like a square box van. Okay. But he turned it into a um, uh, wet bar.
1: Oh love it. <laughs> I love that. One. <laughs> He it's the era of making a van or a hearse like a bar. Absolutely. That was it.
0: He had a metal deck built yeah. on, uh, like a three-foot deck on the backside with the diamond plate on the back. Hell yeah. And he had the, the, the cargo doors. And then it, he painted it midnight blue, the whole thing. I love this. And then he had a muralist hand paint, a, uh, I think, the Malibu coastline <laughs> on both sides. Okay. And then he put an AC unit on top. And he, wait, wait, he added he added air conditioner on an top. An air of conditioning unit box on top. This guy is my
1: spirit animal. This guy's amazing. Well, in
0: 1970, I'm gonna guess uh, 75, 76. He lined it in bl- in black. What is that called? Uh, that faux fur. You know, like the like a you know a real short nap fur. Like a black, black felt, felt, felt or, fur. No, it was like it had a, had a little nap. Like there.
1: the horse, almost like horse hair, like horse hair? Uh, it was, yeah,
0: it, but it was, it was fake, you know. Okay, but it yeah. was like the whole thing was lined in that.
2: So really gross. <laughs> okay, and then he, he te- had... He
1: tailgated everywhere.
0: He had a bar built into the side, like an like a sure. open little door, like a sure. little push a button, and a little behind there, liquor. And uh, then he had a, a television in there. With a, with one of those uh, boomerang style antennas, you if know. If you told me this guy had a
1: tiger in there, I would believe you. He
0: he. So uh, did
2: he, he have his guns in there too?
0: I'm sure he did. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he did. And uh, we'd go, we'd gallivant around the country, uh, around California, Arizona, in this thing, and we had some crazy adventures. Because um, I was just telling the story yes, uh, yesterday to this guy. Uh, I'm so glad you gave me that beard, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad. That's um, all it took. Uh, yeah a sip actually yeah. the um, I remember being in Arizona, Parker Arizona and there were these two young marines uh, walking down the road with 120 degree weather oh wow and they had no shoes on no shirt and you could tell they had just come out of like boot camp because their hair was really short my brother and I were on these uh, I was on a quad or an ATC my brother was on a motorcycle he, my brother's much older than me and he was you know, a man at this time and these two guys walk up to us and say get off the bikes get off we don't know these people get off the bikes and we look at them and my brother looks at me and he's, he says no don't, don't listen to them and my brother tries to get off the bike and wants to go my, my he's a marine as well so he was going to go and fight these guys well we just decided to peel off we left and we my uncle comes by we're in arizona he comes by in the van this purple van well do- he's got two dogs uh kong and killer yeah yeah Th- that's the yeah. right names kong was a chow this is amazing with a uh a pink tongue and a, and a the black blotches. Look, if we don't talk about food
1: one bit this entire yeah. podcast. Well, I'm going
0: to wrap it. it. <laughs> no, it's
1: fine. Because we have uncovered this gem. This is amazing.
0: <laughs> so anyways, this guy, I'll wrap it right now. But this guy, um, these two guys come up there, threaten us, want to kick us off to our bikes. And my uncle comes by and says, what happened? And he says that those guys try to... My my uncle picked him up and we never saw him again. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Maybe so. don't say that.
0: <laughs> well, you know he's long gone and it's it's all over. But I'm just, but it was it was a weird. I said, what happened with those guys? Don't, yeah. worry, don't worry about, about, it. about it. Don't worry, don't worry about, about it. it. Don't worry, don't worry about, about it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, what are the dogs eating? Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why is that guy covered in blood? You know. Anyway, the um, but the, that's the kind of life I grew up. And so this guy that we're talking about, this chef bodyguard. Uh, oh, incidentally,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, my aunt told me. Later, much later, she was another one of these crazy people. Um, she told me that he was used to work in nightclubs. His thing was nightclubs, mm-hmm. and one of his nightclub things that he co-created apparently was the um, telephone club. And what they apparently would do is they would have a phone on every table. Yeah, and they would, if you saw some lady you liked, you pick the phone up and called the table.
1: That's just the most amazing. What? I've ever and they heard. and they I would love this. And they
0: would talk, you know, say, "Hey, That's what's up? Cool. Can I can I buy you a drink?" Right, so he supposedly did this in the '60s, and the other the other rumor, again, this is a rumor from an aunt with an old memory. Right. She said that he was uh, involved in the creation of the whiskey. Oh, really? And I don't, I can't verify any of that. So, so he was this guy. He was this badass, you know, type of mm. dude who was, you know, gunslinging, landscaping by day, uh, the, doing the Houston's. He, he loved this type of place, this very kind. We used to go to a place on on Barrington uh, in uh, Brentwood that was exactly like this. Mm-hmm. And this is where I learned how to play pong. Oh, right. Because okay. there would have been yeah, a yeah. pong right over yeah. there somewhere, and that's I, they'd be drinking or whatever, and I'd be over there playing pong. So th- when I saw this place, it, I swear to you, it is reminiscent of my childhood. Every we'd be there twice a week. I'd be sitting, I'd be sitting over there on the pong game. You know, playing ding, ding, like this. And they'd be over there. And then, of course, there'd be a crowd. And they'd come around. Oh, I want to play. And then, this guy's badass. And then I'd be over there playing, kicking everybody's butt. So, when I saw this place on, your, on the side, I was like, this is a natural. This is a natural. This is everything that I like in, in an aesthetic, in the vibe, the whiskey. The I saw it from the pictures. It was everything I wanted to see. So, I have to know. How did you do this?
1: Uh, with a team of people who know a lot more than I do, is what I always say. So our our designer is a friend of ours, um, Laura Rhodes, who we brought in. And we kind of said, like, as owners, like, what we're looking for, we're looking for a neighborhood vibe. We're looking for something classic. We wanted to have an art deco feel. We want to pay homage to writers. We want to be able to have a sports element to it. So if we want to watch games, we can. Um, And we want to make some of the best food in Los Angeles. And she said, well, "I've got the design down. I know exactly what you're looking for. Drew us up some ideas, showed us some different examples of stools, uh, everything else, and we went with it. This was an existing bar before we took it over, uh, and he already had these great boots in. So with the ostrich, oh, yeah. So these were already so I, here. Yep, these oh, were here. This was the chained rabbit beforehand, and uh, the the owner who um, left sold it to us. He had these boots in, and we loved the boots. It was mm. one of my favorite things, and attracted me to buy in it. Yeah." Um and and the tiling as well. So we kind of did uh, we punctuated it, all the lighting, all the aesthetic, all the paint, all the changes, the front, there was it was all blacked out. There were no windows to it. Oh. And the owners and I all came from Chicago. So we wanted the Chicago kind of vibe to the front of it where you could open the windows and um, you know you you feel the neighborhood outside. It also opens it up lightwise, mm-hmm. It makes it feel more of the of the neighborhood, and that's what we were going for. We were going for your local tavern. It feels warm, it feels inviting, and more than anything, it feels friendly. So the experience of it all, um, you know, is, is top-notch. That's what we we're really looking for. We want a friendly place. I think you nailed it. Thanks. Because this feels great. Like, yeah, I what? want people to come in and say, like, I haven't been here before, but it feels like I've
0: been here before.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: think you nailed that. I love it. It's, uh, I would be here, if I lived close, I'd be here all the time. Yeah, this is yeah, your thing. This is definitely. He it.
2: picked out beautiful uh, seats for Thank the bar. You. <laughs> okay, so, so that,
1: that's Laura. So that's really Laura and my wife, if I'm getting proper credit. I said, I don't want sides on the stools, and I want something big and comfortable. And yeah. she brought this back, and my wife said, this is a perfect stool. It Buy is. It. And it. I was is. like, all right, done. Well,
0: you know, Okay, so there's a show called uh, Grand Tour. Yep. And the seats are very reminiscent of uh, mm-hmm. Jeremy Clarkson's chair. Okay. You know he he has the uh, I think it's out of a uh, Chevy or a Ford Mustang, is the, <laughs> the the interior. It's it's just broad, like it should be for mm-hmm. a real man, for yeah. only a real man. Yeah, and uh, real men have large wide butts. That's just <laughs> the way it goes. Mine's getting there. No no man, listen, you're you're good, you're good. Me, you know, I'm, I'm a chronic wide person. So anyway, <laughs> this chair is very accommodating and it looks reminiscent of a of a uh, chair from a 70s car yeah. something something delicious right like it, that was in the lincoln that was that could be in a uh let's see lincoln town car
1: it looks like a bucket seat that somebody chopped in half and then yeah. reupholstered
0: love it <laughs> love it i need that so okay so we the so these lights were mm-hmm. these lights these brushed brass lighting was that here before no no that was okay. the, there was different sconces
1: here yeah. uh, those went out laura brought these in uh, yeah, this is like exactly that. what we were looking for. Kind of a copper-esque feel to it to give it that vintage vibe, that uh, art deco vibe. You know, you were talking about loving the, the time period back then. I'm a big fan of the 20s and 30s, kind of the architecture and everything and yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, of the Tiffany, time.
0: Yeah. Tiffany. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, what is it, uh, deco? It is it's deco. Uh, it's, yeah. I think
1: it's copper lighting. Yeah. Well. But it gives a warmth that I really enjoy.
0: That brass right there is called copper lighting? Yep. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. So then how cool.
2: did the whole? I know you'll get to it, but like the whole, I I look at all the stuff when I walked in. I like seeing those pictures, yeah. and all the the writings that are there. I dig that. To me, I'm like, okay, that's more old school, right, vibe right? Though, so I don't know. I mean, what's your crowd? What's your the demographic around here? Do they sure?
1: That's a great question. The demographic is the neighborhood. So um, anywhere from you know roughly twenty three to uh, sixty really, and that, that seems like a a wide birth but uh it's really most people walk here right from up in the hills here just come down um so yeah i mean we have a broad demographic but our the theme the angle we were taking is we're here in burbank um we're among the studios we wanted to and you know the owners and i uh we all met in chicago and then some of us in college and Uh, We were doing acting and writing and we wanted something that kind of paid homage to that. So we wanted a writer's bar, essentially, like in an ideal world. I come in here and there's five or six people with their laptops open and they're writing a screenplay like I I would love that. I would love to hear in 10 years like, oh, we made that blockbuster, you know, sitting at a booth at Inkwell Tavern in Burbank. We wrote it all there. That's cool. You know, uh, so I kind of wanted to be in that world. And um it, it felt we wanted, to, we wanted to find a theme that paid kind of homage to what we were all about. And this was, for us, this was it.
0: And you said you were from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I
1: grew up in Texas and then moved a little to New York and then Chicago for years doing comedy.
0: What, what kind of what kind of part of Texas you move from?
1: Um, Dallas, Texas. Okay, home of the Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. The deed. <laughs> <laughs> and, you just lost listeners right there. Half of them are like, "Well, I'm not listening to this guy."
0: <laughs> I, I wouldn't worry about those people. Yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, the uh, so you moved to so the Acme Theater was that was that part of the vibe over there? Or what what.
1: Acme. I don't know. I haven't been.
0: Or Second City. Second City. Second City. In
1: yeah, there was a place called Improv Olympic, and okay. there's a place Second City, which is probably the more famous of them, okay. and a couple other spots. And um, myself and the other guys, we all trained there and did comedy, and then we we came to L.A. in early 2000s to um, write for a sketch show at MTV that never took off. The pilot never even got made, and we were all here. And then we got into the comedy business in Santa Monica. We own the Westside Comedy Theater. Um, over in Santa Monica. And we were, right before COVID hit, we were thinking of like opening a second comedy club somewhere. But we wanted to, to kind of organically transform into, you know, uh, not just bar, which we have a bar over there, but f- the food world and, and kind of uh, different style shows. And we couldn't quite all figure out what kind of comedy we wanted to do. And then one day, it was, we were just having one of these long discussions, debates about it, and it was like, well, we all clearly want to do food, and we all clearly want to do drinks. So let's just open a neighborhood tavern that feels in that world, and let's do that as well as we can, and let's bring that comedy community and that comedy um, uh, uh, experience to this. You know, I hate to quote uh, Bar Rescue, but Taffer always says... You know, I don't sell food and drink, I sell experience, and he's 100% correct. I agree with you. I'm selling them an experience. I want them to come in. Now, I don't, like, the food and the drink have to be given, almost, but I want it to surprise them. I want, you know, you you tell the story of, like, the ketchup bottle in in Houston's where they He wow. (laughs) (laughs) Where they, you know, you went in three times, they come, three different meals, 100 bucks a piece, they got you, you know, they tried to clean them. And and I want that kind of level of service. I want people, because people, and you know this better than anybody, people can go anywhere in this town, right? Anywhere, yeah. there's thousands of restaurants. They could eat out every day of their life and still not get to everything. Yeah. Why do they come here, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. A, proximity, we're close. B, I want all the people who are around us who do drive here to have that kind of experience also, who are like, I came in there and I was surprised. I looked down, They they gave me a local discount. Or they, they bought me a drink. Or we sat and talked to the owner or the bartender for like 20 minutes and found common ground. Or we There's games here. Like we sat and we played games for a while. Uh, we do a, a, a trivia night on Tuesday called Nerdology. And there's a line out the door of people trying to get in for that. It's such a unique experience. Um, what, what, karaoke on Mondays, stuff like that.
0: Well, let's talk about that Nerdology. What, yeah. What's that about? What is that?
1: So Nerdology is a bar... Pop culture trivia game show, essentially, that we run in bars. We wrote it for the West Side Comedy Theater. We toured around the country at different colleges and college events, does corporate events. Then when we opened this, it was the one show from the West Side that we thought would thrive here. It's bar trivia, essentially, done in rounds. It's all multimedia. A guy named Cole Stratton writes the program with us. Um, And then we have comedians host it. Uh, It's competitive. We give away just gift certificates as prizes, and um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's such a community vibe to the game. Like you're playing against the room, you're playing against other teams, uh, and it has such a great, uh, fun competition kind of vibe to it.
0: You know what you should do now is do the remote and play against the other location.
1: Oh, play over there on the. West oh, no, side. I'm saying yeah. like you guys have yeah. a,
0: some some way of communicating. Like they have those trivia games that I, I like to play in yeah, ours. Yeah, that's fun. You know, like compete compete against we the compete west side. Compete against the west side. I don't know. Be, you know I like it. Be he something. likes to
2: he likes to play those games, the trivia games. at Yeah, like bars
0: I, I love stuff. that You,
2: that. Trivia, you never know. Yeah, I don't, don't know, know what who the you're name. Playing against it. Yeah, funny. my you play. dad
1: played those all <laughs> his life. The NTN with the little box.
0: This one is uh, no. They have a, what is it? It's on the screen. It's on a little screen. <clears throat> you know, I, I play at Chili's. Okay, and I mean it's, it, Chili's is my guilty oh, pleasure. I was
2: thinking of the the one at Vine Vina. Do that X. queso.
0: I, well, I like the the egg rolls. Those oh, egg the egg rolls. rolls? Okay. Those egg rolls are my jam. But what's yeah. that?
2: The trivia game you play at Vine and Tap.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. a cool. They have, it's on the screen up on top. Oh, that's another place. If you ever get to San Diego, that's a place. That, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's small, very small. Smaller than half of the size yeah. of your place. Oh, wow. And they have a few tables, but the brunch, the breakfast, it's, oh my god.
2: Like I would have never it's, guessed. A place never, like that yeah, never. It such a phenomenon. They have this
0: brunch. thing called the Super Bowl or Power Bowl. Power Bowl.
2: What do you and, What do you get? So I'm not a breakfast person, uh-huh. so that's why, for me, I'm like, I don't even like breakfast. I same. like brunches, same. because I can have something that's not necessarily breakfast.
0: Is it just the eggs you don't like? Yeah.
2: No, see, I love eggs. My wife
1: is the president of eggs. She loves eggs more than anybody, oh, but see, my, I don't do it. my
2: son and, and you, you like them. I, I love them. I do love them. Yeah. But when I wake up in the morning, I don't want to eat. I don't usually eat until, like, 1 in the afternoon. Yeah. same. So that's just... That's, I've always been that way but when I do maybe once a month once every you know couple weeks I will say yeah let's go have breakfast and we go to Vine and Tap and I will I will share a little bit of his um a little bit of his parable I'll probably get like the salmon poached or the um what is it the salmon be- eggs the benedict. eggs benedict Something yep. like that. At least I got something interesting, or the the big waffles that yeah. they have. So
1: we have an eggs Benedict here, so it's a me take on the eggs Benedict. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's probably the only time you'll see me eat an egg.
0: So okay. what's the turnoff on the eggs? How, how did the eggs go I feel down? Feel like they
1: just insulted me when I was like five or six yeah. years old, and I was like, I, hey, "Trust me, a few eggs. <laughs> I We're feel, not friends anymore, bro." I feel the same <laughs> way about
0: uh, cream of wheat yeah, until I man. met her mother. Not.
1: Yeah, uh, cream of wheat's so
2: good, though. Yeah, I know. I love it. How do you yeah. do it?
0: How, how do you typically like it? How do I do it? I just put it right in my face okay. and Guess go you. to town. That's what I do.
2: So, but do you have it, like, with water? Do you how do No, you-
1: we do it. My mom used to do a little water, but then, like, that dollop of butter that they put on top mm-hmm. of it, it just kind of melts over it. Okay. And I think I'm a savory person by nature. Okay. Although the French toast here is phenomenal. We'll get into that. Oh, I covered um,
0: myself in syrup, no
1: <laughs> Dude, what, you'll love this because we love the old stuff. I, when I was talking to Chef, I said like, this is what I want to do. I want to create a French toast that reminds me of my childhood. And these are the two cereals I ate all the time. Cinnamon Toast Crunch <laughs> and Captain Crunch. What yeah. can we do? So he pulverizes a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. He rolls the French toast in it. It's a brioche toast. He deep fries it, cuts it into little squares, and then while he's doing that, he's got a cream on glaze full of Captain Crunch over here that he makes. <laughs> so he drizzles a cinnamon toast crunch crusted French toast in Captain Crunch cream on glaze. Jeez. Oh, my God. It is decadent. Amazing.
2: I think, I almost think that the, the other one, that Vine and Tap, I think they do like a cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, yeah? I, something I like it. that where it's like, wow. Okay. But, I, yeah, that's really sweet. I'll it's check it out. I
1: think there's a Vine and Tap here in L.A. Oh, I don't think is it's it? the same. It's not the same. I don't no. think it's the same people. Okay,
0: no. but you know who does that too with the with the cereal is um, the lady from Milk Bar. Yeah, she does it with the uh, the makes the ice cream with the Buddy, cereal. I just
1: want to follow you around to the, the places you go, <laughs> man. I'm gonna you tell eat t- at all the good spots. I, I'm telling I, you. We, well, well you, he tries. You hit well, that Chili's. You hit that Houston's. <laughs> well, we t- we talked. Sorry, real quick. We talked about this. What do you get when you go to Houston?
0: See, I'm, I'm see, I'm, I'm an old school guy. So unfortunately for me, the the dishes that I really, truly cared about, they're gone.
1: Oh, yeah. what the
0: ribs? The, no, the ribs, ribs are still there. The
1: Caesar salad you love, I know that.
0: The Caesar when okay, when we started going back in the 90s, the 93, this the Caesar salad used to be this thing about the size of this uh, board. Yeah. It was probably uh, it was a, a plate that big and it was a, it piled high with this it salad. It was like
1: take this village size salad enough
0: for 3 and people. Eat it. Yeah. And I would eat it all. And it was <laughs> no, it I was would, I would it eat was amazing, head. but it was uh 3 bucks. Yeah. it was on it was a side option salad. And what, what I used to go in there for most of all was that they had this one in Century City that had a pizza oven.
2: Oh, wow. And
0: that yeah. was really cool. Um, but I used to go in there for the backyard barbecue chicken. Mm. And the backyard barbecue chicken was a, a breast of chicken, you know, grilled barbecue style. And then they used to they used to have baked beans. And then they had these, I mean, I don't want to overdo it again because I'm already a Houston's fanboy. But um, these super thin uh, shoestring French fries. They were mm. crisp. And moist at the same time and you would you would take the by the chicken and then you take the the fries and you bathe them into that beans those baked beans (laughs) and then uh, you'd have a little ketchup on there too and food man dude uh, it's uh, and then I'd wash it down with an anchor steam for all the people who can't see what I see
1: this man lights up and glows when he (laughs) talks about food I mean he lights up
0: Yeah, this is true. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, unfortunately, unfo- and, well, and unfortunately, I have um, I have good senses, and my senses allow me to in- enjoy and imbibe anything that I you know eat or drink. Right. His
2: sense of smell and and taste is like
0: super. But here is the downside. Heightened. But here is the downside. Yeah, you uh, there is a there is a downside to having that. Yeah, is that you oftentimes taste things that other others don't. Yeah, and that means good and bad.
2: And you certainly smell things. And you
0: smell things don't. that are good and bad. And like, we were at a sushi bar the other night that was everybody was loving. Everybody's yep. loving it. And I ordered a simple thing that I call simple, uh, uh, spicy tuna roll. And that, that's like, if you can do that this right. This was the conveyor belt yeah. one? No, no, no. no. This was a nice place. This was nice a nice place.
2: place in Carlsbad. Yeah.
0: And we went there. I won't mention any names.
2: Okay. <laughs> the initials
0: are. No. Uh, the, the place had this sushi, was the last roll of the night. And I just said, well, let me have the Because I hadn't eaten much. And they said, what do you want? I said, let me have a, a spicy tuna roll. And that's my benchmark. You know, If I go in a place, a sushi bar, if they do that right, you can do anything. If you, do, you go to a pizza spot, if you go to pepperoni, they do that right, you can do anything. So I had this roll and it was off. My, and I looked at my son who was eating the roll with me and he looked at me and went like that. And I was like, what's going on? I tasted it and it, it didn't taste right. And then I smelled it and it smelled like fish. Oh, Like fish. Yeah. And I turned to her and I said, hey, uh, you smell this. She goes, she's, I don't smell it. So the problem is uh, under those circumstances – under those circumstances, I'm yes, I'm tasting things that are great, but I'm also tasting the bad things that are bad. And other people, other people are like, oh, this is fine.
1: It's with yeah, great like, power comes great response. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially that's it. So and it's, it, it's, it's a, a, you a,
2: pass it on to your son because you two were both like, yeah, this isn't right. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, but yeah, I don't smell it. It's
0: also it's a downside because again, people are like, well, this, I, I love it. It's great. I'm yeah. like, okay, you know, and they're like, what do you taste? I'm like, well, you don't want to. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm know. that way with wine. I, I I'll taste a wine. I'm like, the fruit's dead in this wine. <laughs> and other people are like, oh, it's fine.
0: What's a what's a, a wine that you've tasted? Well, I don't want to name the brand, but uh, mm-hmm. have you tasted? Is it a red? Is it a white that was feeling that for you? Or uh,
1: most recently, it was a uh, white. It, I think it had just been stored too cold. It was kind of seized. It was like there was just no life to it. Even I let it. Uh, you know get a little more room temp to try to get yeah, effervescent yeah, yeah and the wine was just no good it, it was wasn't it wasn't corked necessarily it was and i've had other wines from this place and they, they make m- amazing wines yeah it was
0: just dead it was just gone
2: well you have I, that palate i mean so he yeah it's a double it's like, like that
0: too. it's not perfect at all to have that you know people people, people are like, why are you always complaining i'm like <laughs> okay i tasted trash yeah yeah <laughs> so, so uh as far as houston's is concerned we were talking about houston's right yeah okay uh i don't want to be sure because i'm like what did well, I, well, look, so we can talk about houston yeah, but he
2: asked you what was your what was your thing so my you, go-to yeah yeah you're so go-to. but but it's also been the ribs it's always been the ribs well
0: the they, ribs are by default
1: they came back you know that you, you saw them. The, yeah, yeah they're back for a minute yeah uh
0: but unfortunately i don't have the beans and they the don't. beans or were the, the kicker. String, they were the, the absolute kicker.
1: Fries. Bring your own beans. You think they'll yeah. mind if you come to well, <laughs> you
0: I, just a gallon of beans? I, I did ask one time to have the, they have a, a bowl of chili beans. Okay. And I did have that, and it was, it was better. But there was something, seriously, I mean, you go to any barbecue spot. You go to Franklin's and Texas, in Austin. Yeah, you, go, yep. you go anywhere. Baked beans, mac salad, coleslaw, they're on yeah. the menu. You can't, yeah. you, know, you can't live without them. This place, unfortunately, I mean, you take the beans. I don't even know why you took the beans out. it's not that hard to do
2: because you have the barbecue you have the ribs and you've got you absolutely have the thing so anyways
0: the backyard barbecue chicken was the jam for me yeah and but they have improved their coleslaw they have a creamy coleslaw that is so good so delicious um
2: they brought their Caesar back, too. Caesar's good. a little good, different. Mm-hmm. Smaller. It's, well,
0: yeah. I, and and they, they brought they, their Caesar back. They really, unfortunately, messed up when they did the uh, kale Caesar. Mm. No, see,
2: I disagree no, with you because
0: no. I like kale. So. I, no, I love kale. I make a great kale salad. You unfortunately, do, do. though, this particular, it just didn't work. Okay. It fell, You know, unfortunately. But, I don't you know, think, they me, can't get it I, right all the time.
2: You, yeah, see, I know you say that, but for me, I don't think they've ever failed. I mean, there's some stuff that you don't like yeah. as much,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but I've never had anything and said, ugh. Never. Do you
1: guys go in and ever try that Hawaiian ribeye? I've had it He's a couple had times. It. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I, I genuinely think every, t- every single time I go in, well, I'm going to do something different this time. Yeah. Always <laughs> and bad. I always end up leaving yeah. saying, that was the yeah. best Hawaiian ribeye I've ever had. So if
2: you like steak. I'm not oh, a steak it. person. So yeah, for me, it. you know, it's, I'm okay. Yeah. I like ribs though. I, like, I love okay. ribs. Okay. great.
0: But there's something about Houston's to me that somehow or another, no matter which one you go to, it's they they're saying, we have a spot for you. Yeah. When I every I go to the one in Irvine, when you open the double doors and you walk, and the first thing you see is the corner spot at the bar. Mm-hmm. They have this long black granite bar with the, you know, the like here the soft can lighting. Yep. Right over the top, it's just saying. Walk in. Yep. <laughs> One of the owners used to bartend at Houston's. See, one of our owners. See, this, this is a great. Re- so when we moved. To, we moved to San Diego mm-hmm. in the late '90s, and I and at the time I wasn't. I had not gone to culinary school. I had no real, you know, intentions of going into food at all. I was in the computer business at the time, and I we came to town, and I said, "What are we going to do?" Because we now moved to San Diego. No more Houston's. No, what well, fortunately for me, I did get a job that sent me to San Jose a lot, and in Palo Alto, they had a bandera. Mm-hmm. I used to go there as much as I could, but it still wasn't the same. It wasn't quite the same as the Houstons, but it was still delicious but something about for me when I go into the to the bar, the bartenders are always so accommodating yeah when, when last time we went and you probably heard this uh, Corinne was our bartender, the lady at Pasadena mm-hmm. this lady. It's she seemed to be so in tune with my needs. And and I'm bear in mind, I'm three martinis Martinez in by right. and I'm and I'm I mean I'm in love with everybody. Hey, what's up, buddy? You know. But I was sitting there and I, I'd, I'd reach for my martini, give her another one, and she'd bring me this thing in a chilled uh high high glass. Yeah. And it had th- uh, lovely kettle one vodka stirred with three blue cheese olives. Ah, this is so <laughs> delicious. I could <laughs> No, but the, yeah, that.
2: the quality of the service.
0: It's just, it's, it's next level. Paramount.
2: It's, it is. And so that's next why level. when you're saying, you know, you want an experience, that's what yeah. we get when we go to those places. You and, know?
1: What, and what that place and also Fogo de Chau taught me is that their their service style is next person up. Meaning yeah. if you're in the kitchen, you grab anything. You're not working your section, you're working the restaurant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I see that catching on a lot more nowadays. But especially late 90s, 2000s, it was like server work their section and when that wasn't busy, they were over at the terminal talking to the other server, right? Wow. No, we run, and I think the same as Houston's, it's sharks on the floor, right? Meaning you're you're like a goldfish in a bowl. You do a loop, you do a loop. There's something you can do to improve the experience for somebody at some table. That is a yeah. brilliant idea. Yeah. Whether it's like their ketchup is almost gone. Hey, I'm gonna bring you another ketchup, or not even say it. Just go get it and bring it, mm-hmm. right? Or their drinks down. Hey, would you care for? Did you like that? How was it? Would you care for something else? I got something else that I think is kind of like that. Would you? You want to try it out? Pour them a taste. You know what I mean?
2: That's awesome because when I mean that's the thing where you go to a a sushi spot, let's yeah. say, and you're sitting at the bar, and the, if you have that rapport with the chef. He'll say he'll ask you, Yeah, well what do you what kind of fish do you like? And you tell him whatever and he'll bring back whatever he thinks is gonna be something that you will enjoy. Mm-hmm. I, I want someone to because I, I don't always know.
1: We want them to drive. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I want to go in a place and just say you drive. Yeah. Just bring
2: me something. Give stuff. me something. Ex- yes. Yes. Give me and the experience. So that's what
0: you have going on here.
1: Well, we don't know Mikasu. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I not to drive, but, no, no. Uh, I'm
0: saying as far as the uh, that level of service. Yeah. You're striving for that.
1: I don't have servers, I don't have barbacks, I have hybrids, right? We're all in the room, we're all working the whole room, right? If there's a job that you see that is not done, that is your job.
0: Wow. That's it. Wow, you you might be revolutionizing the whole industry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could take credit for it, but I think it comes from that Houston's world, right? And then I worked years at Fogo de Chao and it was the same kind of thing. It's like, you're not working necessarily a section, you're working the restaurant. If something needs to be done, then not do it, mm-hmm. right? That's that's where a lot of come people from. do not have that mentality
2: mm-hmm. anymore. You know, it's okay. just they
0: I did a whole show that I was not released yet. Sorry to interrupt you, but I did a whole show that I, that I did not release because I was afraid of the the you know the, the feedback from it. But it was me ranting and raving about the very thing we're talking about. This butt subject, service style, butt yeah. Service. yeah, because the, when I was young, back in talking about my uncle, where we go to these places, you had lifelong professional servers. Yes. And 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 I get it. The world has changed. Uh, the young don't want to serve. There, everyone wants to be a Kardashian, and everybody wants to fly around on jets, even though they can't. But that they have that the idea that well, I'm not here to serve. I'm here to to. I'm here to look good. I'm here to do. Oh, what do you need? What? That's where I get a lot of. But yep. this this idea that you should be compensated for what you do, absolutely, I love it. And as Matt, I did this whole show about talking about. Going into a coffee house and, mm-hmm. and seeing somebody who has this, you know, this iPad on the stand. And they're talking and talking and talking. And then they're talking to their friend. Oh, yeah, we, last night we did. Th-. And then at the end of this interaction, when you, what, do you, what? what do you need? And then i would like, can I have a large? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then they have the iPad and they turn it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they say, go ahead and answer that question. And it's a question of, you know, 20, 30, 40% tip. <laughs> and I, I look at them like... What did you do? <laughs> uh, right. You ignored not, not, right. me pretty well,
2: much the whole time. Well, let's not
0: even deal with the, the, the whether you like me or not. Let's deal with the fact that what you did, your function, was to take the money, whether it be by card mm-hmm. or by tapping or cash or whatever. And, and God forbid you had to count. Right. Money. Dollars. Ooh. But um, you had to take the money, put it in the thing. You handed this cup that was brought to you. You handed it over to me. And now you're expecting 20 or more percent yeah. of, a, of, of, the, of the transaction not, fee?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, not I'm, to mention, I'm frustrated with counter tipping and yeah. I want to tip at the counter. I, I love to. Count. I don't want I to hate tip. emails. I want to tip at the counter. Yeah. But when your options are 20, 25, 40 percent, that's a little well, you, aggressive.
0: I'm even worse. I mean, I'm I'm going to be frank. I, I like be back to the old way of doing things. Uh, I love the idea of the mob run Vegas. Mm-hmm. I do. And it's the idea that, you know, you could tip and get what you wanted. Yep. I, that is what it should be to yep. me. Uh, so this tip, idea that I'm going
1: into... TIP is uh, stands for to ensure proper service. It, it's a gratuity. Yeah. It's
0: uh, it's optional, right? Yeah. But now it's expected. And when you expect it... At
2: least do something for it. Stop ignoring Like what you said. Don't they'd, ignore they'd, me. They'll be talking to their other person working there and totally ignore you. Just, okay, what do you want? And then it's like really... Dismissive. they're very
0: detached and they're yeah. very they're not with you and and I'm not I'm not expecting a long-term relationship right. here.
2: Yeah, but don't I, expect but, it. Too.
0: But when we're here, <laughs> right. But when we're together during this brief encounter, how about you make me feel like you, I'm important. Like you're important. Yeah. yeah. If and you do that, I want to give you money. I'm going to say something a little controversial here.
1: Uh-oh. Uh, and absolutely there's some there's some uh You know some some limbs on the tree that you should prune right when you you get some bad servers but ultimately i blame management i don't blame the server because i think most people inherently want to have a sense of pride in what they're doing from whether you're working the counter at the starbucks or whether you're waiting tables in here with me right and i think that they want to do that and if you can instill in them hey they just left a great review because you were super friendly to them I'm going to monetize that for you. You get five bucks, five-star review, you get five bucks, right? Mm -hmm. You give them a sense of like, hey, let's do something. Let's all collectively try to achieve a goal and Mm -hmm. contribute. Then I think that's why I have such a great staff here, right? It's not, when I went to hire, I did not look at the resume. I sat down and I talked to them. If they are friendly, that's the person I hired. I have some who have never waited tables before. And have some who have a full list of what they've done before, but friendly to me was the number one thing I'm yep. looking for. Yep. And the number two, as we start working, is that work ethic. I want I, as a manager, need to inspire them to do this. If I just say, "Hey, you're going to do it," and then you know they do it or they don't, then we're just going to get more of that. We're going to get more of the like, I didn't give them I didn't give great service, and I want 40% tip.
2: Yeah, no, you're you're 100% right. I wish more managers would. Would be but like would be that. proactive, oh, yeah. proactive right. in that mentality. And, yeah, I mean.
0: because I, th- I think they' also too. At some point, when they're not uh, getting the returns, okay, mm-hmm. from the from the customer. So whether it be uh, verbal confirmation, whether it be uh, like you said reviews on whatever review site you go with, uh, or in money, yeah, you know, in tip and compensation, sure. They don't they don't become motivated to continue. They're like, well, why? What's the difference if I whether I ignore you or not? I still get fifteen percent or twenty percent right. now, but I the idea that somebody come like as a matter oh I'll give you a perfect example. I was at Houston's. Mm-hmm. And we went I to, love it. we <laughs> went, went, went to my birthday. It was my birthday. We we're on the show I talked about. Yeah. My sister went to see James Taylor. Yep. And we were there and corinne was there and we're we're having this whole great time. I leave because I'm having a too good of a time. Mm-hmm. We leave and I'm I was like, "Did you tip her?" I said, "I tip her. Who paid for that bill?" I was asked my sister. She says, "Oh, I paid." I said, "How much did you give her a tip?" I said, wow that wasn't enough yeah the next time i go in i'm like hey she goes what's this for last time the last time i was here yeah when you gave me all that fantastic time the the experience we had my sister and i had this glorious evening by the way now your sister knows you're over tipping her oh no no she was top of her she was there was she there no no No. No, i i I told her i just told her but I, i was like that's the kind of thing that I want to do. Sure. And that's what
1: Houston's or any business wants. We want you to know the name of the server, the bartender. We want them to know your drink. When you come in, they're like, Hey, what's going on, buddy? You looking to do the, uh, the kettle one with the three blue chiefs olives again. You're like, absolutely. I'm in, you know, I think
0: you're going to have more of these locations. If you continue that kind of mentality.
1: Well, I hope so. But, um, I don't think you're going to have a problem at
0: a time. I, I, I totally agree. I'm just saying that that is, if you can repeat that ideology, uh, and instill that in, in several different crews, I don't think they have any problem with it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So, uh, okay, so look, we talked about the origins. You talked about your comedy. Yep. Uh, we talked about how we came here to the to the Inkwell. What's going on here? You, you mentioned your program for the, uh, the trivia night. Yeah. What's it called again? I'm sorry. Nerdology. Nerdology. Mm-hmm. And what night
1: is that? Tuesday nights, 8 p.m., get here before 7 or you're not going to get in.
0: And they need a you, know, you have a big line though every night on that. Day. Yeah.
2: you got other things. I was looking at your sign. You have got oh, karaoke. Yeah, yeah. We have
0: karaoke on Mondays. We have whiskey
1: Wednesday. You can come in and do a whiskey flight tasting. Uh-oh. That's your day. Yep. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> oh, <so> is this <laughs> Wednesday you say?
2: Yeah.
0: Wednesday nights, yeah.
2: Look on the look on that board right there.
0: Are are you ever down in San Diego or Escondido <laughs> at all? Uh yeah, occasionally. My cousin lives down there. Okay. Just I mean, I'm just throwing this out, okay? You ever heard of Westland Whiskey? not offhand okay it's a uh, a, uh, distillery out of Portland okay I have a friend of mine who's he's a uh, purveyor it's called Westland whiskey on Instagram and this he and I are going to do a show this Wednesday Uh, this Wednesday and I said you know where can we have where would be a good place to have it we're gonna have it at a cigar bar oh fantastic and it's a place called Lord Puffer in on Center City Boulevard in um, Escondido okay this Wednesday unfortunately it's early 11 o'clock in the morning in the morning because we, Ooh, have, to get, an early we before, have to get really cigar we have to well we have to get there before they get busy <laughs> yeah but i thought what a better what a the best way to have this where we can set up some whiskey bottles take nice pictures have cigars we mm-hmm. can have a good time have a couple of sips the the owner's going to sit down with us I just think you know that what a great way to do it. So we're gonna do that and I'm just saying I'm throwing it out there. If you're you know, if you have a helicopter and you wanna fly in, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's I, I know it'd be your kind of jam because oh, man, the the sitting space uh is really great. They have a nice uh, sitting space and they're great people, I have a great selection of cigars. So anyways. But um so this type of thing right here, I wanna definitely come in for that whiskey night. I think I might come in for if I I think if we lived here. We didn't move to Burbank. <laughs> You know that I can't,
2: I can't move to LA anymore. That's, oh boy, I can't tough. do it anymore. I did Crazy. try
0: to get out last night, and it was not fun. Not fun.
1: How so? What do you mean? Too I many w- people. Too many people. Well, yeah. we're, we're
0: on the west side, and my friend lives in Silver Lake. And I, I, I they were off. They were over at her sister's house in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And we, I had been there, and I left because they were going to go do something, and I was. Yeah. So I came to Culver City. I was, I'm just going to hover around here. I'm going to drive down uh, Washington Boulevard going east towards downtown. I'm going to check out what's going on. Lots of great spots. But the traffic was so bad, I called my buddy. and I said, it's what's awesome. up, man? What are you going to do? You want to you meet up somewhere and yeah. have a drink? He's He might as well have been on the moon. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, and I, I was thinking, how could I get? How could we even see each other at this point? You might as well so give much traffic. It was just, it's unbelievable.
2: It's crazy because when you think about it, you like if you mapped it. Oh, it's like seven miles, let's say. I'm like, right. that's What's nothing. That,
0: what well, perfect. Forty exa- five minutes. Perfect. End perfect hour. example. Last <laughs> night we we're, were in Culver City, and I, I was trying to prepare to get here, and I put it in my phone, and it said forty four minutes mm-hmm. from Culver City. So I told her last night, we better you better get up early. Get a coffee, you know, c- clean your eyes out, and we'll come over here, and we'll head out at about 7 yeah, to get here by 8. Yeah. Well, of course, we were here 20 minutes early.
2: Well, I told him, too. I'm like, no, it's not going to be that much. It's, it's close. It's close, yeah. banks. it's close. But, of course, I, I forget that there's traffic. But he's like, no, you got to account for traffic. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Luckily, 7 a.m., you're okay. Yeah, there's well, nothing. Well, <laughs>
0: fortunately, it was 24 minutes this morning. Yeah. And then, of course, I had the misfortune of, of driving up here. My wife says, drive on past because, you know, I'm not ready. And I didn't take her advice. I, I I see you coming out of the car, and I see there's a there's a mishap with the tea. Oh, we're gonna and, tell the story. I feel miserable.
1: <laughs> no, don't worry. No, I,
0: well, I know. I'm just, but I still I still feel miserable. I hate that. I if someone.
2: And I, if I, and I even said to you, it's like, well, don't. What are you doing? Don't start talking to somebody. I'm like I you're gonna miserable. scare the if you're, dude. It, you know, yeah, for the listener,
1: to... for the listener, if you're awake at 7 a.m., you're you're like your reflexes aren't quite there yet. No. And I did not expect somebody to be behind me. Drive said, up on you. I, and right? I, 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 I don't even remember what he said. Like, hey, or like, what's <laughs> up? Where do I park? Aaron, what's going on? And I just turned and like the body just seized <laughs> up out of fear, and that iced tea just. Hit it the just ground right in front right of it. Right there in front of it, I was like, "Oh, I was like, there goes my sanctuary!" <laughs> but it
0: did miss the shoes, as you it said. Did so. It did miss the shoes,
1: good. like perfectly white <laughs> shoes, and the tea just went all around it. Uh, Perfect.
0: So you know, let, let's talk about some of the food.
1: Yeah, let, please. Let's, let's talk about. I mean, you have. A menu. I love food. I mean, look, you love. You love. Yeah, one's a brunch menu there. One's a dinner menu, and then we've got a, a wine list on there as well. Some great wines. Ooh. I Curated that myself. I come from the Somme world. Um, oh boy I love
0: the grapes do you uh you know
2: you guys like do some I'd love to be able to go to a place and I say okay well what goes good with that I love a good woody
0: chardonnay
1: (laughs) well our food and as you're looking it over our cuisine is what uh when we came in I wanted to do bar food reimagined I wanted to take the concept of bar food the classic wings burger and I wanted to elevate those Not just, you know, throw a fancy cheese on something and say it's elevated, but really consider what are the nuances that make that dish great, and let's accentuate those. So, you know, uh, rather than just cheese, we do a roasted brie wheel. You know, we try to bring a little class to it. Um, We do a twice-baked buffalo wing that is phenomenal, very crispy, um, served with gorgonzola. You do a traditional, we do a honey mustard um, horseradish, and then we have a classic salt and vinegar uh, style we can do on the wings okay. and it, kind of the concept came out of years of watching football with friends at buffalo wild wings yeah. and drinking miller lights and frozen wings and we were just like no when can we have a nice booth <laughs> a bottle of wine put our games on and have great food well as it should be that's that was a goal
0: well let's let's start with the let's start with the brunch yeah that's what's happening today yep, that's what's going on do you have like a face style or is it
1: no, sir. It's right off the menu. Um the brunch items wow. uh vary. We try to get as creative with them as possible. Uh our chef is Chef Um Greg Paul, and he has created some stuff that and, and again we were talking about this, Veronica. And I were talking about this. I'm not an egg person, I'm not a brunch person classically. I don't get hungry till like noon, one o'clock, and then I get ravenous. But this, these brunch items are truly amazing. The reviews, I think, are good.
2: Did you see this? Beef tallow hash brown can, waffle. Can
0: I be honest with you? Mm. I don't have my glasses. Oh. Yeah,
2: you don't have your <laughs> it's like,
1: just so read it to me. Yeah, just tell me you what's know, there. Like, Amsar is like What is it called? What is that the, what it's called? The sound. Me, the sound, the sound when sound. people whisper in your ear? Yeah. I'm going to make one for you that's just okay. the items on this. Yeah,
2: menu. All you have to do let is read see. it. Let me yeah, see it. just Soft read it.
1: Beef tallow waffle fries. <laughs> oh. Fennel garlic pork pulled... And topped with pickled red onions and <laughs> sunflower chimichurri. Let me take my pants off. Oh, my God. We
2: just got there.
1: Like I said, this man loves food. Yeah,
2: that brunch. Yeah, I'm not a brunch person, but some of those things. Is yeah, like, the
1: wakey-wakey, yeah. a classic breakfast sandwich. We do a hash brown nugget that is fantastic.
0: What's your favorite thing on the menu?
1: I mean, for brunch, the, the banh mi. Okay. Yeah. How about dinner? Uh, I, I look the smash burger is our most popular item. Okay. I would venture to say it's probably one of the top five burgers in LA and I wouldn't say that lightly there's so many premier burgers in this town
2: wait 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 so give us the oh context. wait wait. so <laughs> okay so it's a,
1: it's a classic <laughs> smash burger served okay. on brioche uh, chef Greg makes his own cheese so he boils it down he infuses it with horseradish and then lets it congeal and then slices it, puts it on there. And it is a horseradish amount that you wouldn't taste and say there's horseradish to this. It's It's got a creaminess to it that's fantastic. Um, uh, it, it's got pickles to it. it. We take the onions and we steam those in a blonde ale to give them kind of a mm. sharp bitterness also. Mm-hmm. Add that to it. It's got a special sauce on there as well. You always gotta have your special sauce. Um, it is a fantastic burger.
2: So what would you say then, what would, like, give us your take on what's your best burgers in L.A.?
1: Great question. Or, so, or more
0: specifically, if I could, what's your favorite burger, period? That's not I mean, here. Look, I'm not gonna, here. I'm,
1: again, I'm going to say a classic one, and okay. some people will be like, ah. But I love the In-N-Out Burger. It's the good. In-N-Out Burger idea. or the Fat Burger, one of the two of those. Okay. Probably the best I've ever had. You know, I grew up in Texas, so Whataburger is obviously okay. a huge yeah. one. I'm a fan. There's always the constant debate, Whataburger, in and out with the family. I've never had the other ones. The though. Whataburger is good. A little uh, flame broiled. It's delicious. What's your uh, take
0: on Five Guys? Not that I care. But I'm just I like do- Five
1: Guys. It's not, to me, it's not the best burger. I, if I'm yeah. like, I'm going to get a burger, just go to In-N-Out. I mean, they've done it very well. And their, their take on the freshness is perfect. Yeah. Um, I think they've done it well for, you know. A long time, and they're continuing to do it. Well. Have you ever had what an um, umami burger?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I
1: have. I'm not a huge fan of the thick. You know, like when you get the umami burger, you yeah. get like a pound on there yeah. or half pound. Yeah, it's just too much. Like
0: the ratios, beef for me. The I, ratios are off. I,
1: right, okay. I like a, a thinner. That's why I like the smash burger. It's thinner. It's crispy. You yeah. can do a double patty if you want yeah. more meat. I usually just go single. Um, but on our, to answer your question, on our menu, that is my favorite. I get the wings often. Um, they're amazing. And then we have a steak frites on there. You know, um, I'm a huge fan of the French style steak frites, and anytime, anytime I can do that, um, that's my that's what I go with.
0: How are we doing on time? We're good. We're okay. good. So guys are just rolling in here. So let me ask you a question. While we're on the topic of uh, of you know food and all, what's your favorite cuisine, if you had to choose one.
1: I knew you were going to ask this because I heard you ask this to other guests, and I was like,
0: "But well, I'm st- I'm starting to develop my my uh, list of questions to, to ask."
1: <laughs> yeah, and then I also know if I
0: asked you that,
1: yeah, what you would say.
0: I, you do, yeah. Oh my god!
1: So he scares uh, me. <laughs> I thought of this question for you. I'm going to ask yours, but then I got a question for you that was dangling when I listened to one of your okay. episodes. Okay. So for me, my favorite cuisine is the cuisine that's coming up next. You know what okay. I mean? I love. I love Indian. I love Thai. I really love Thai. Okay. Um, I love classic American. I love uh, sushi. Like, it's a know?
0: very fair answer, actually, because I I feel like yeah, there on on a daily basis. Yeah. There's not many things I could say. Well, okay. It's what, like it's
1: like what child do you love best? Yeah. Don't answer, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Don't answer <laughs> that. Don't answer that. Don't ever answer, answer that. that. No. Uh, uh,
0: but there is one thing I can say I could eat every day. There's yeah. one. I know. I know what it is. So, but, but pizza? The, no. Okay. No, no. It would be I had I've had venison. Uh huh. I could eat that every day. No matter how you cook it,
1: I would eat a steak frites every day if okay. blo- my blood pressure and heart could take it. Okay. Okay. That's a, probably uh, a good answer. Um, I like to find those steak frites. I, I go around. My wife works in Europe often and we'll travel over there with her for her job. And uh, anytime I can find a steak frites or a beef yeah. bourguignon in oh, Paris. Buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good.
0: Steak That's, au poivre. Oh, oh I like you it. Pe- cool green peppercorns. Um, here's mm. a question
1: I have for you. Okay. Deep dish or thin crust?
0: See, I'm not, I'm, again, I, don't, I can't choose between my children. I, <laughs> uh, I, I think that because uh, New York style is more ubiquitous, I think that's probably uh, something that I can go with every day. Uh, New York style, uh, Chicago style rather, is delicious, but it's more like a casserole to me. Yeah. Uh, the ratios are way off, but if the toppings are amazing. It's a lot of bread. It, well, but if it, well, you know what? Well, have you had Apollonias? Um, it's in mid Wilshire, like, uh, like by I the have. Peterson Auto? Okay. I don't think I have. Um, if you get a minute. You, I'll show you pictures. Okay. They do these, they line the pan before they put the dough in. They line the pan, like uh, drizzle it with cheese. Okay. So it's got these cheese spikes all around the edge of the pie. Interesting. and.
2: It's they, supposed to be like Detroit style. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, okay, sure. But it's it's pretty it, thick.
0: The crumb is large, large crumb in the dough as it rises, and because it, it's more like a like a focaccia almost. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, they put a they put a, a very delicious red sauce, pepperoni of course, and then these cheese spires because they when they cook it in the pan it, it kind of browns it just them. Sounds cool, cheese spires. It browns yeah. them and crisps them, and they're kind of chewy and. It is and expensive. then and then they take big dollops of fresh burrata mm, and they put it on top. That's it right there. And then they drizzle it with a spicy honey. Oh man. It is it is so good. It is it's incredible. We have a burrata tomato
1: salad.
2: I, know, I, I love burrata. With, um they have kind of a Nova Tuscan style. And oh my god,
0: dude. Yeah. Novolox, I could eat Novolox. I, know, I those, grew up in a Jewish neighborhood, so I'm I'm part Jewish. But that's why go. I think,
2: I'm like, oh, if we stay, you're going to get Novolox and Barada. Oh, please, do. please I'm do. do. I'm a deli guy, I did.
0: hope you're staying. I'm a deli I guy, I hope did. you're staying. Yeah.
1: So, I, you know what I did last night with a friend? Uh, he loves pizza. He's had a pizza blog for years, yeah. and he just got an oven, so he primed it. all this last Which time, one did he get? Do you know?
0: Do you know
1: or No. Uh, uh, is there one that's O-O and I? Uni.
0: O-O-N-I? Uni. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. And uh, he just started making his dough. He had his doughs ready, and he just test pizzas. It was the first like three pizzas he ever tried to make, and you could see the progression. Like his, yeah. his dough was yeah. good. He's yeah. working. I thought he was working on his sauce a little bit. He would tell
0: you his sauce is fine, okay. but I would disagree. I learned quite a bit from a, a guy Mario. No, Mario jacopelli I thought you were gonna say Mario patelli Oh no! no, no, like, no Come kinda, on, get out. Yeah, yeah. uh, uh, Vito Jacapelli okay. on YouTube. He's a pizza blog. He's incredible at what he does. But there's also a book called The Pizza Bible. Okay. That's really helpful. Uh, but if I'll tell you this. I'm, I've now become friends with quite a few pizza owners. If you ever want to spend, if you, your buddy ever wants to go into a pizza spot, who's a guy who's done... Pizza after pizza after pizza wants to learn and be there and work it in this guy. Yeah. I have a friend in San Diego that will let you in his kitchen.
1: Oh, wow. Really? And he'll he
0: will he'll show you everything. He's the greatest I'm gonna guy. I'm going to pass this on. He's the greatest guy. I
1: want my buddy, ultimately, I want him to open his own pizza spot. I don't know if he wants to do that or not, but that's what I want <laughs> I,
0: You to do. know what? For what I understand is that in order to get the right consistency and the flavor is uh, malt. Mm-hmm. Do you have to add into your dough? And, and there's something called a pulish mm-hmm. that you really want to do. It's like a pre-fermentation. Yeah. That, so it helps for it before. It's almost like a, like a starter. Okay. So, but it's for pizza dough and also uh, fermentation for at least two days.
1: Yeah, that's what too, he was saying. I think yeah. I think he had, he had done yeah. that. Like the yeah. the does were around for a couple days, and
0: apparently going to get that some of that flavor is going to come. But yeah. um, this guy that I'm telling you, these two people, these two different places, if he wants to go to either one or both, yeah, these people will show you everything, everything. So now here's so.
1: a question for you. So you're doing this podcast. You're eating at you two are eating at restaurants all over Southern California. Most of as the time. as much as we can. As yeah. m- most of the, is there something that you've grown tired of? Where you're like, you know what, I can't do another cast about that no no
0: okay. no uh, i I, I can say that that i'm uh, sorry Raph, you ahead, wait, wait, wait. no
1: i was gonna say it's your i was gonna say you're enthusiastic about it but then you're grub enthusiastic well yeah it. all right, no, yeah. right that's my time no 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 uh, no no, no, no. no, no. going
0: <laughs> <laughs> just leave on that tip, tip your waiters Kastanda. everybody tip your <laughs> waiters the george costanza leave <laughs> on the good jokes Right. <laughs> right i'm out no the uh tacos uh, i think tacos if i was to say because you know being mexican having uh, every type of taco I think, uh, and living in San Diego too, where tacos are as ubiquitous as McDonald's, right? Uh, it's everyone has their favorite. Mm-hmm. If you and there's taco wars, and I kept tell, saying for the longest time uh, that I couldn't find a good taco in San Diego.
2: I couldn't. We can't find really great Mexican food in San. Diego. I, well, okay, let's not,
0: let's not. Let's not. Let's yeah. not. Because she compares everything to her mother's food, so that's just a yeah. tough I'm deal altogether. But started. but the I, thing. I the thing about it is, is that I I recently was validated. Uh, what's the name of that fighter? Uh, Canelo. Yeah. He has a brother who has a taco chain in Mexico. And uh, about six months ago, maybe a year, he was uh, being interviewed by a guy in San Diego on a newspaper. And the guy, he said, there are no good tacos in San Diego. And I, like, like, I was like, finally, somebody <laughs> said it. Right. Because I kept telling him. But, no. but there is a new development. Uh, there's a place called Frida's Tacos. Okay. Uh, it's based on Frida Kahlo. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Roberto in Escondido. He also has one in Oceanside. This guy, I believe, he's got the key. He is a, he's a charming guy. He's uh, he's funny, and what he does uh, he does at the at the salsa bar making the tacos. He's very entertaining. Oh, great. Uh, he does this thing where I mean the, the ingredients are uh, abundant. Uh, the, the everything has flavor. There is, everything that's supposed to be hot is hot. Uh, things that are cold are cold. He also has a, uh, what, they, what do they call that, the, the drinks? Agua Fresca. He has oh, an agua, agua Fresca bar. So He's got like 10 or 12 options in his place. And they're beautiful because they're in these big jars. Yeah, it's, it's worth going just for that. And he gets you a 32-ounce deli cup full of the, the, what is it, the watermelon or the, mm-hmm. they're all delicious. Pineapple,
2: mango, everything.
0: Yeah, Everything he does is top-notch to me. And when he's at the bar, I, he'll take the salsa and he'll take a, like a ladle or a spoon and he'll toss it and land it in the top. Oh, really? it's, it's a good show.
1: I've always wanted to do flare tricks, but I'm so bad at being coordinated, as you saw with me <laughs> well, spilling my tea. I wasn't going to
0: mention it again.
1: Uh, that I'd, I feel like I would set something on fire if I said. <laughs> so
0: like, so, so if, any, if anything, I'd say, you know what? That's about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because of the, the sheer volume. Yeah, of tacos. It's These like, were
1: the questions that came to me after I was listening to episodes, and to the listener, I hope you go down the list and listen to a lot of Gripthusiast episodes. They're phenomenal. Uh, but I, I would, I put myself in the two of your shoes, and I thought, how would I, if I didn't like the cuisine, when how would I get myself excited about this? And then I started getting curious, like, what cuisines have you just had enough of? So that question. I can honestly came say,
0: up. probably not too many. Okay. I, I can't think of one that I could say is a burned out. On. Yeah. Pizza, no, I love pizza I get in every kind of variety, every kind well, pizza of. Pizza hits right, it hits right. Yeah. And to me, it's the dough. Yeah. If you don't have the right dough, you might as well stop. Yeah, but to it's me.
2: also the that the sauce the too, sauce. man. I well, gotta have that good sauce. I gotta have good sauce.
0: Let's let's I mean, arguably, let's understand that the the dough is what's there more than the sauce. Chicken, and uh, and right, don't get me wrong. Okay, it, first. Well, I'm <laughs> just saying, but yeah. that is the magic carpet.
2: I agree for the sauce and the toppings. I agree with you. I agree with you, you know. And and and, and, and what's right. left
0: after the sauce is gone? The crust. Yeah, no, and okay. that's dough. And they so, have
2: to both be right. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying, that, I'm not saying but that you're right. No, I'm, I'm just I saying love, if in the hierarchy of person. pizza
0: ingredients, yeah. it's amido. Yeah. Then it's probably uh, sauce. Then it's the cheese. Then it's the, the rest of the topping. Cheese. That's an underestimated one. It that is. Yeah. Overlook the cheese, your yeah. burn point on these yeah. cheeses. Mm-hmm. And how they melt. And then, mm-hmm. the, the, well, what I understand from talking to these pizza experts is that there is a thing called the blanket layer. Okay. And the the bottom layer where it's crisp is the, uh, you know, where it lays on the on the stone, is the crispy part. But then right above that, beneath the sauce, the dough kind of stays moist and kind of uh, wet a little bit. Right. That is the blanket layer, I understand. Interesting, interesting. And, interesting. and, and, and understanding how to create that layer, keep it so that when you bite into the pie, it's not just... You know, crispy cracker yeah, and yeah. toppings. It's like you want to have that moisture in there, and, yeah. then, mm-hmm. and how to how to also do it to where it's crisp on the bottom, and crisp where it's supposed to be, but then chewy and flavorful mm-hmm. in the middle. How do you do that? So that's the magic to me.
2: To so you wait, your, did you answer? Did you answer the question? No, the, I, did.
0: I was
1: just coming back. To about what? Right. About what? So, a uh, uh, favorite cuisine, I, I would say like. For me,
0: I love Thai food. We <laughs> call oh, them on I his stuff, I, I,
2: but because I want to go back to the, the that, and I want to. You didn't answer the the. Well, it's not that he asked it, but the pizza, like Chicago versus.
1: Oh, for me, New uh, York I'm a thin crust guy. I I love. Um, I spent time in Chicago. I've tried you know Luminati's. I've tried Uno. I've tried them all. They're good, but I, I'm not a huge crust fan. Yeah. I prefer sauce and toppings. Okay, that's
0: where it was. That's yeah. where the pushback so, was. And
1: i like to fold that piece, you know, fold yeah. it in half. All day,
0: yeah. all day. And then to kind yeah. of
1: burritoize your, uh, your I, pizza I'm a bit. thin yeah.
2: crust person, but I'll tell you, going to that, you have to try Apollonias. Okay. I'm gonna get you know what? You definitely have to. Amazing. You got to try
1: that artichoke pizza
2: wanna... in
0: Manhattan in the village. Yeah. It's good.
1: Okay.
2: Look, I if you ever go.
0: get to San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for comedy yeah there's a place called grand comedy in escondido mm-hmm. and next door they have a pizza spot and they work together
1: i would love to try it
0: so if you're ever coming to san diego let me know because there's a few spots i'd love to have you okay. kind of have your we get down there we but get down the, there but
2: so if you're gonna have a pizza here in la where do you go
1: oh i should have had an answer ready for this i don't <laughs> i don't know um because i'm in santa clarita now and the pizza's not great. Uh, my daughter loves pizza, so when we order, we just order what we can get delivered. Whether it's there's a place up there called Toppers that I think does a a decent job, and they have like um, a, a it's a chichis, but it's not chichis like it used to be, the Mexican food place chichis, or it could have been, and they took it over and they just left the sign, and now they make pizza. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but they're pretty good too. I I feel like the food scene hasn't quite hit up there, up north, Yeah, but it's evolving. It's getting there. There's a couple spots that come in that are mom and pop style and and, I mean, the sushi game there is great. The Thai food there is great, but... um, I don't know. I, I I feel like I'm not giving you a good answer on this. Um,
0: no, it's okay. You're not. I used to eat
1: greco's. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. But the next so,
0: question. <laughs>
2: no so for the, a pizza, per, for, you know, because we come yeah. to LA and yeah, it's, yeah, we never really have. I'm
0: I'm an honorary fat guy, and have, I I sort of got. I need I to have a like my pizza. if I'm
1: in. I feel like if I'm in New York or East Coast or something, there's different places like artichoke or any mm-hmm. of, any of the, uh, the two brothers out yeah. there. Like any
0: of them are great. Um, what, okay, here so, I don't eat a lot of pizza. So what's your second favorite cuisine, if, if I not mean, pizza? Look,
1: look, Thai food. If you get a Tom Kha soup with, you know, oh, yeah. it, that hits right. If For sushi, if you get that big crab hand roll, that hits right. Okay, where are you going for sushi a right kata. here? Burbank. I, I, hit the, uh, I go over and hit the sugar fish. I okay. love it. Mm. It's you mentioned that before. Okay. Yeah, it's classic. It's popular. I love it. It's. I, I spent some time in Japan, and I would still put sugar fish in the top 10. Wow. Sushis. That, wow, that is a lot. Yeah. That's saying a lot. It's phenomenal. Okay. Definitely try it out. The, the rice is warm, inviting.
2: I think the, when the we went, we were fresh. We were not, I don't know. I think we had done a bunch of different stuff. And by the Where? time we got, we were downtown doing all sorts In of downtown stuff. Downtown LA? Yeah. We went to a sugar fish. One oh, time. we
0: went into but one. We were it, all, was uh, it was COVID. Uh, it was during COVID. It a was strange like a strange time. Yeah, it was a yeah. different time. Different time. Yeah. So, okay, so let Wait, me ask.
2: Wait, but I want to ask him about that because you're not a Thai. Like, I am a Thai.
0: Let's go. Person. Let's go. I love it. Vamanos. Well, but Let's, let's clarify. Let's clarify. No, no, no. Don't, don't throw me under some proverbial bus. I'm
2: not. Okay, I'm the Thai saying, bus. That's not your favorite cuisine. Well,
0: yeah, it's not my favorite. Right. You're, you're right. Um, and again, probably because of the fact that, of the fish sauce. Yeah. I, I am a, you either are a lover or a hater. I'm a lover. And I'm not a lover. <laughs> I am a admirer. Yeah. I, I look at it from afar and go, hey, you know how you doing. So. What do you eat for Thai? What do you, what do you go with?
2: I always have the yellow um, curry. Yeah, and I do um, the penang curry is good too. I know, but for, you. That's what I do. I love hats
1: The fat noodle with the broccoli, mm-hmm. yellow, yellow curry the
2: four yeah. is fantastic. I love it. So yeah. I need to have both of those, and I need to have my um, fresh roll. Yeah, like fresh roll. Start rolls with good. the fresh roll and the,
0: and the uh, barbecue roll. Oh, with the barbecue the, meat inside. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, what else is good? Oh, the uh, Thai chicken salad. Oh, thai chicken salad. Come on, baby. Oh, the ca-
2: no, the, Come the, on. The, the cabbage salad.
0: A thai cabbage salad. And
1: yeah. it's fairly healthy. I, I read oh, this article good. that said Thai food overall is the most balanced of all cuisines. It I don't has doubt the it. most balanced. I don't doubt it. Fresh food, uh, yeah. fresh, uh, fresh ingredients, meats. Pasta's, fruits, everything. Are, are, you
0: know what? I, I'm 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 adjacent. I'm a noodle guy adjacent. <laughs> I am. Oh man, a, I love a pasta. I'm a ramen guy.
1: Oh, you, if you have been talking about this, if it was a place and that your we spot's gone. was
2: oh, gone. Yeah, they took it he's, out. He's scary. Uh, anyway, Wait, which spot are we talking about? Chabuya. Uh, Is that over in Culver? Shabuya.
0: Oh it, it, Right there next yeah. to Hermanito.
1: You know, on it's Melrose you used town. to have EAK Ramen that was. Phenomenal. Same kind of uh, broth, thick broth, uh, viscous. Yeah, yeah, the viscosity of it was really nice. Fat noodles oh. and gone. It's gone too. It's
0: it's a shame because that is. See again, I'm I, uh, talking about service, talking about uh, things that have gone by the way of the dodo. Mm-hmm. It just eventually people, the young, they come up and they don't know what they're missing. And for me, when you go to a place like San Diego or any place, and they have this, you go into a ramen spot. And you get this ramen that is as clear as the glass of water you're drinking, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe this beer that I'm drinking. It, wh- what? Yeah. How? How did you? How did? How did you do all that work and end up with? clear water yeah it needs to have all of that uh the fish stop the fish bones and cartilage and it needs to have some of that mushroom and the umami and it needs to be built up and yeah and when you and you eat it with the put the noodles and it, it needs to have some of the pasta some of that pasta sweat thickening up the broth too yeah and then you get all that fresh onion and you, you get...
1: so good there's <laughs> nothing more disappointing in any cuisine than sitting down to have a bowl of ramen and it's not good because oh, you're like, mm-hmm. now I've got this huge bowl of soup. <laughs> a bowl of, and
0: this is terrible.
2: And I'm not a soup person, but I do like the Thai I, love... I I don't like many oh, no, soups, no. When but you the take Thai. That,
0: when you take that viscous soup and you start adding in the uh, sambal olek, or you start adding a little bit of soy sauce, or you add a little mm-hmm. bit of you know, chili of some, any kind of chili oil, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know that, that garlicky chili oil, the crispy yeah. one. <laughs> you
1: know so come like a black truffle you put a little i, there. I don't
0: oh. even have i don't know i've never Ooh, even gone why? there black truffle i think That's you good. have holy you smokes yeah, yeah. i have just eaten too many things now see i'm jaded Yeah. <laughs> so okay so my next question this yeah. is the, the next question sure did we answer Did we finish up that segment there i think so okay let's move on to the next one last meal last meal they're walking you I already told you what it is to doom. We have to is. get it right here, though. We have to get it right
1: here. It is the Houston's Hawaiian ribeye the, with a loaded baked potato. Okay. Okay. That's, That's your it. last meal. That was all my right. first When we first started doing comedy, and I was talking about this earlier, we, we got a check. We got a paycheck for comedy, yeah. and it blew our minds. Was it, it was took, that good? Well, the check was so-so, okay. but it, yeah. we took it. We did it from it, comedy. And we, the six of us all went to Houston's and oh, sat man. down and all got Heineken's and a Hawaiian ribeye. And then anytime I pay new comedians, I'm always, I always offer the piece of advice. It's your money. Do whatever you want. I highly recommend you go get a Hawaiian ribeye and a Heineken. Oh, wow. It's, uh, that's what I would get.
0: <sighs> okay. So, you know, we're, we never asked you this question.
2: Because I don't know. Oh, boy. It's a really hard one it's for me. Okay. It's a hard question. very, very hard.
1: You know what the most popularly ordered items are? I've looked this up. Fried chicken, lobster, filet.
2: I can and see what those would be, that was the other and one. none of those would do it for me at all.
1: No? Mm-mm. What about, like, uh, I bet your mom's cooking. You would have something from your mom. No. No? See, well, she's not I sure. Might,
2: no, I might. Like, her enchiladas are yeah. the best ever. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I, I'm more, uh, Asian food is more my
1: okay. jam,
2: you know, so whatever reason. Okay, the omakasu.
1: Just tell the chef, keep it coming, there and ne- be like, never stop. Okay, that so, would
2: probably be it, because yeah. to me, sushi is my favorite yeah. food. But as far as, like, oh, that's your last meal. Yeah, I guess it probably would be some form of sushi. Okay, which one? Asian give me one. Give you one what? Give
0: me one piece of sushi that you would, that'd be it.
2: Well, there's two things that I have to have okay. always okay. when I go to sushi. I have to have a fantastic um, ankymo, mm-hmm. and which is monkfish liver, which mm-hmm. people think is weird, but
0: love no, it. No, it's not weird at all. It's
2: the pate. It's like not a pate. And, um, you,
0: no, you can't, you can't do it? I don't do the pate, I don't, do the, pate, no I don't pate? do the uni, and I don't do the eel.
2: Okay. Oh, you
0: okay. don't do eel? No, I know. No eel. I know it's no cooked eel. No, please okay. don't send
2: emails. How about no, how, how about hamachi
0: kama? Oh yeah, hamachi. Hamachi oh, kama. That's yeah, that's, yeah. yeah.
2: But I also like um. Who's the other one? I cut you off. The octopus, octopus carpaccio. carpaccio.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Where, do you, so you know this dish? Yeah. Where do you get, Where do you get it?
1: Uh, you know what? My wife and I we quit doing it because we watched that documentary oh, about no. the octopus being I sentient
2: beans. Yeah. And now I'm like, I can't ever. Eat I it haven't again. watched that. So don't. We,
1: if you love I, octopus, don't watch it. Well, and
2: I always laugh because we, people think like, oh, octopus is like this alien and this weird. Thing. I'm like, oh. I don't know. There's I a whole
1: like, conspiracy <laughs> debate that yes. that octopuses came from. on a comet from some other planet yes. and just live now in the ocean. I know they're well, phenomenal but we used to make it we used to shave the um, octopus we would do uh, red onions capers lemon juice um, sometimes like uh, a sumac on it or a lemon pepper it's I mean it's phenomenal it's I good think good. we
0: need to take them to Keza oh yeah Let's
2: have you been it. to Keza? Uh Culver City Oh, Culver City. right
0: in front of Trader Joe's just like you they,
2: they make my favorite octopus carpaccio yeah
0: Okay. They they have the most tender tender uh, it's not tentacle that they they fry the tentacles okay and he makes this uh, this celery sauce yeah it's kind of spicy yeah and it goes around the edge of the of the bowl love a celery sauce and then they take you take the they fry the tentacles put them on the on the perimeter they take these medallions very thinly sliced medallions of yep. fresh you know whatever part I'm, of the yeah, part it is and he puts a little just a little a little drop of wasabi in every one of the little rounds. Nice.
2: I don't even know if it's wasabi. It's not like this. Almost like a little jalapeno of. or Could maybe be. it's fresh wasabi because it's yeah. not like a What did like, I say? No, I'm saying it's not the the typical wasabi. It's the the fresh okay. one, right? Yeah. So, I was like, didn't I say wasabi? Oh, yeah, no, I did. I, you, I, you said know. wasabi. I'm saying it's I got you, fresh. Got you. Not like the not like that.
0: It's
1: the not typical. the paste. It's, yes, the, it's not the paste. The, 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 in Japan they told the me that the Americans don't get real wasabi over here. That's what
0: they say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But they said a lot of things. But, they always, I don't
2: know.
0: They, you know, they are always saying something. But they were you, saying stuff like "get out of here," you know, all that yelling, <laughs> throwing things at me. It
2: was bad. You always order the fresh wasabi.
0: I always order, and, and I'm not sure what it is either, too, because uh, frankly, I've seen the uh, wasabi root. As a matter of fact, I saw it on a show called Clarkson's Farm. Okay, and he had he was growing some in this stream, and they took it out, and they went to a sushi restaurant, and the guy shaved it down very small, and he grated it into this little paste. Looks yeah. like the one from the like the one, the common one. Mm -hmm. But when you go to a lot of sushi bars today, you order that little cup of wet, slimy. It looks like, um, yeah, it looks like nopales. Yeah. Like a, like a cactus and slimy and wet. And I don't know what it is. It it could be wasabi. They call it fresh wasabi. They certainly do. And I I love it. It's delicious. I love it, but I, you know, I'm not sure. Oh,
1: really? What, um, what would be your last meal? Oh
0: my God. Okay. There's a place. Well, okay. I've had it two places now. Um, we were at a, Okay, we went to a place called Flying F Ranch down in San yeah. Diego. Okay, and this lady named Allie, she's the one that runs it. Her husband brought home uh, deer. Yeah, and I, it must have been a backstrap because it was uh, it was it was medallions. Yeah, and they were perfectly cooked edge to edge. I mean, pink and, uh-huh. pink edge to edge with a dark crust on the outside, and they she had them laying kind of you know, spread out a little bit, and then we had this simple, delicious, amazing salad, and then she made fresh sourdough bread, and and oh. Then she took a uh, golden waxy potatoes and quartered them to like size of like a I don't know like a gumball, mm-hmm. and then uh, she fried them in beef tallow. Mm.
1: The beef tallow—that's what That's I said. What I'm we like, use, yeah, but it's, it's so good. it
0: is some well. And the other uh, the second part of that is I had elk similarly done mm-hmm. on a bed of uh, cauliflower, yeah, cauliflower puree with uh, buttered asparagus tips, but and it was it was the backstrap again. Mm-hmm. And then the best part about it is we had. Um, we had bananas foster for dessert. Oh. With uh, vanilla ice cream. When you do that, <clears> when you do the fosters right, perfect. And then the crazy part, we're sitting in the restaurant with this big copper fireplace, looking through the windows out into the uh, aspens or poplars. Out there. Mm-hmm. It was a big uh, yard yeah, of them outside. Like
2: aspen trees. Uh-huh. And
0: we're watching deer walk through the trees as we're eating them. Yeah. It was, <laughs> was kind of. I think kinda, they were like eyeballing me like, like, hey, hey man. You have, your car's out here. Yeah. <laughs> <It's tough. laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I have to say huh. you you know that is that that was one of the best meals Which one? at Convict Lake. And oh. cuz I'm not a beef it's called person. Called Convict Lake? Oh yeah, uh, the place you your
0: went last to. meal, the so yeah. Convict yeah. Lake. Yeah. Yeah. The restaurant at Convict it. Lake yeah. in, feels uh, right. in Mammoth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mammoth. Okay, I'll try it's it. It, it amazing. is amazing.
2: And I don't like I don't like beef, but I do like a good mm-hmm. venison. Well, what did you
0: order? Osobuco, or do you order? I uh,
2: didn't remember. She ordered. What I, I she think,
0: ordered something that was on par with what what I was having. Yeah, but she didn't eat it.
2: No, I did. You had I, a little I bit had of it. Some but of yours. <laughs> we we
0: ended up eating it together, and it was it was next level. But oh. you don't. But what about the the, the dinner at, at Flying Niff?
2: Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. That I don't like beef per se. I really am not a big beef person. I'll eat it if it's great. Okay, but venison, deer, elk. The, I, for whatever reason, I like those. Is
1: it the gaminess of the. Meat? No. I no. Mean, it's not
2: that it's. game Because no. it's not. If it's really good, it's not very game. I don't know. I just like it. There's more flavor. Mm-hmm. It's just.
0: Let's say there was no off putting flavors in it the way that they done. No. It. Okay. it just tasted like the best piece of beef you've ever had and on it's crack. Because
2: I don't like it to be, maybe it's because I like sushi too. It's, it's more mm-hmm. rare. I liked it. It was like tender. It was moist. It was
0: flavorful. Yeah. It, I mean, honestly, after I was done, I felt great. Wow. I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like, you know, I just mm-hmm. felt like, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's Have you funny. ever had horse? No. no, they serve that in Japan. I didn't mm-hmm. try it.
1: No, but I saw it go by.
0: No. Never had yeah.
1: that. That's that's something we disagree on. Your episode about the um, conveyor belt sushi. Uh-oh. I hundred percent agree that there's no great conveyor belt sushi
0: here. Okay. But in Japan, oh the yeah, conveyor I'm sure different. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm so just talking about this one oh, no. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm
2: yeah. sure it's way different in Japan.
0: It, to me, though, what happened was when I when we were sitting there. I mean, the, what what killed it? Mm-hmm. What like made me? I got to leave now. Yeah. Was when. After a certain amount of dishes, we won a prize. Oh, okay. Yeah, spend when it, money. When it came down the little thing, it. Yeah. and it was a, like a little stuffed ball, or I don't know yeah. what it was. You've, I was just like, no. You've got heartburn in a ball. <laughs> and, and then the other thing, the second part of that, too, the probably the bigger part was uh, because you're sitting uh, on this, uh, along the the booths here, yeah. and behind the booths are the, the little train or conveyor, whatever's yeah. going on, as it's passing... You see what you want coming, yeah, and then someone grabs it yeah, before you, it gets you. Yeah, you, you. can
1: build anxiety.
0: Yeah, don't take that pill. totally. No whammy. Totally. No whammies, No whammies. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that those two things. But but the, I think the prize when yeah. I, when the prize ding 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 prize. Oh my god! You know yeah. the prize. I was like, no. Yeah. This is this is uh, this is uh, uh this is what they call a um an assault. On my favorite food. (laughs) Do you know?
1: But there's more comfort for you just to sit at the sushi bar and order what you want and get it rather than have to, like, chase it down on the conveyor belt. I
2: I like them to tell me. Tell me what's fresh. Give me what's fresh. Because I always want, you know. My
0: my dream is Jiro's sushi. You know, Jiro. Uh, You know, uh, because when they explain it, they explain that that your rice is not supposed to be hot. Yeah. It's not supposed to be cold. It's supposed, supposed to, be to room temp. The temperature of your hand. Yeah. Because you're pressing it gently, and you're putting the fish in there. You're putting just the right amount of wasabi. You're, you're picking that little brush, and you're putting the, the, over the, top, the, the wasabi with mm-hmm. the soy sauce over the top of the fish or whatever sauce, and it's just glazing it. Yeah. And then when you saw the guy out in the back, one of his underlings, he's in the back with the, with the, the wasabi. No, I'm sorry. The he, nori. Yeah. He's in the back with a little oven. Toast in it. Just yep. toasting it individually. Yeah. Come on. You know what I mean? I love art form. I, lo- I love food that's art. it
1: right there's art in the food and when people forget yeah. that and they just start making whatever mass product they're making they, they just right. it's no good. need there a taco shop Here detail is- in every single thing you make look the way you do anything is the way you do everything
0: i love it right i love so, it so focus yeah. on it so look uh, uh we'll wrap i know we're getting okay. close to time but yep. let's say it this way um we i would love to talk for i would love to do another hour on your comedy spot yeah Okay. All right, let's so, do one. Yeah. What I'm saying we don't have to do it today. Uh, but I'm saying we should get together again and do that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Maybe over some cocktails. I would love that. But um, yeah, I want to hear all about that. So before we go, though, um, wanna, okay, let me just wrap this part. Uh, thank you for doing the show. Yep. It's been a pleasure coming down here. Well, great chatting with you both. I'm looking forward to breakfast. I uh, want to take some great pictures and whatever. Whatever you want to let me take pictures of. Uh, would love to do it again. Well, let's meet for dinner, because I have some places that I want to take you to, mm-hmm. and I want your opinion on, because you have a memory that is, I, I'm very <laughs> <Amazing>. impressed.
2: <laughs>
1: well, thanks for having me, and if you're out and about, and you're listening, come by the Inkwell Tavern in Burbank, inkwelltavern.com, or Inkwell Tavern on IG, we're around, there's events Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's a great spot. Awesome. We'll save a seat for you.
0: Thank you for again, and uh, we'll be back soon. And for sure, we're going to have some of these cocktails. Uh, But look, be nice to each other. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. Bye.